I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ooh la la, welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. We're here again, episode four. Can you believe it? A fantastic adventures with Dean and Bertie. Yeah, can you believe it? Can you? I can't. No, me I'm, neither. I'm absolutely astounded. We're here. Um, hello, everyone. Thank you so much. We just want to say uh, thank you for joining us for the first three episodes. Your support has been lovely. Uh, something we've been really enjoying is when in the morning we see people tweet about it before we've even had a chance to. Yeah. Um, yeah, that it's becoming a part of people's like routines, which is lovely. Which is so sad at the same time. Yeah, because it's just us chatting shit. I don't know... Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on in your life that yeah. you need <laughs> two white guys to sort of chat about pop culture in your ear, but yeah. I am more than happy to fill that void in your life. Absolutely, absolutely. We've had a few, uh, we've had 64 five-star ratings. Wowzers. Four four-star ratings <gasps> and one two-star rating. One two-star rating. Yeah. Yeah, that one feels, um, that feels very, very honest. Very honest. That kind of hurts a bit. If it was one star, then it would be like, oh, it's a joke. They're being yeah. like, overly mean, but two stars... You liked something about it. I wonder what it is. You liked something enough to just to push it over he a liked, one star. He, the audio quality. They put. <laughs> they just review saying, "I like Dean." <laughs> That's all they put. I like Dean. No full stop. Lowercase. I like Dean. I like Dean. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, we're back this week. How does one carve out a future? The future they want, living your dream and trying to carve out a career and stuff like that. And. Uh, an interesting guest that we've got on today is star of stage and screen, my friend, Bill Milner. Uh, if you don't know Bill, he was in such classics. I, the Son of Rambo, uh, which to me, I think is one of genuinely one it, of the best like family movies. It's actually made. a really good film. It's incredible. Um, and he was in X-Men First Class. Uh, which is did, also a very good film. Absolutely. He's he the did, little boy. He's yeah. little Magneto. He's little Nito. Little, I remember he's like, Mah! yeah, <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. his arms out. And yeah. Doesn't he make some metal things fly around. I mean, that's Magneto. That's yeah, he throws deal. spoons at a Nazi or something like that. He throws spoons yeah. at a Nazi. A, a Nazi Kevin Bacon. Imagine having that on your CV. Also, Bill has recently finished work on a new fancy, shiny Netflix movie called Apostle. It's made by the Raid and Ray 2 director, Gareth Evans, and also stars Dan Stevens and Michael Sheen. So Bill is going to tell us about that. Something I'm very interested in, and I think what will be quite beneficial for those listening with Bill, is that he is an actor and he's had a very, very interesting career starting so young and continuing up until now. Um, I think for those who want to get into the arts and want to maybe pursue a career in acting or anything in that sort of field, I think Bill will have some interesting insight and wisdom and stories to share. Yeah, incredibly. He's going to be a very inspirational person, which is going to bring out so many insecurities in me. So if I take the piss out of him, it's, it's, it's my fault. It's all me. Just blame me. It's nothing to do with Bill. He's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm weak. Yes, he is. Yes, you are, Dean. <laughs> yes, you are. What's been going on in your life, in your world? I have been busy preparing for Summer in the Sea. Ooh. If you don't know what Summer in the City is, it is a YouTube convention that happens in London. It's, I guess, the biggest YouTube convention in London. I think it might be the only one, but either way, it's, uh, it's pretty great. Uh, it's the 10th year of it, which is pretty crazy. 
10 it, years of it. And it started as just like three people and a packet of crisps in a field. Yeah, basically. And now here we are. Yeah. And it's... Uh, five people. Now it's five people in the Excel in London. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. But yeah, um, on the Saturday of Summer in the City, me and Jack, my uh, my comedy partner, we are performing. We're closing the night. We're going to do Jack and Dean live, which is... Uh, we, we've gone too ambitious, mm-hmm. basically. It's been a thorn in my side for about a week now. But an enjoyable fun. Yeah. It's one of those I'm sort of twiggling about on it in the open wound and going, I kind of like it, but also I should probably stop. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, no, it's good. Um, there's going to be a band. So we've been, we've been sorting that out. Trying to, trying to be not cringy because we're not rock stars. Mm. We're not Jimi Hendrix. We're not, um, what, 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 who are the what musicians? What rock stars? No, what it's just Jimi Hendrix, stars? I think. Uh, yeah, that's the only Yeah, one. just Jimi Hendrix, yeah. that's it. <laughs> I can't think of any more. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we've just been doing that, really. Nice. Um, and it's it will be cool to just sort of celebrate 10 years of Jack and Dean. I didn't say that. It's 10 years of Summer in the City and it's 10 years of Jack and Dean. It's mad. It'll be cool to be really self-indulgent for half an hour. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, I well, look forward to it. Good luck. <laughs> In the theme of the future, they're filming. They've just started filming Star Wars Episode Nine. Crazy today. I can and that's feel that's coming out in the future. Yeah, it's, and it's com- set in the well. Kind yeah, you, of... you got it, Bertie. You yeah. got it. You got it in the theme there. Don't yes. worry. Okay, future. <laughs> the film is future. coming out. The film future. is coming out in literally a year. Yes. In... Well, a bit more than that, maybe. Oh yeah, Christmas. You... Christmas? Yeah, Christmas. It's coming out of Star Wars Episode Nine out yeah. of Christmas. Yeah, my favorite Christmas movie. But yeah, no, uh, it's it's uh, filming it. I am. I, I won't lie. I'm such a little bitch for Star Wars that when they released that little press thing, it was enough to get me excited. Yeah. Because there's some there's some interesting bits in that announcement. There's a cast list. Out yeah. There. There's uh, um, Kerry Russell from J.J. Abrams' Felicity. Yes. The and, only story he's ever finished. Yeah. And she's also in. I believe when she was a kid, she was in Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. And I believe she came to my eighth birthday party. I believe. Well, if you. Even if that's not true, that's yeah. what I'm going to tell people. <laughs> you believe it. So, yeah. And that's what life's all about. Exactly. <laughs> you just need to believe in yourself, Dean. Um, and then Richard E. Grant. Pretty cool. Richard E. Grant from Spice World and uh, oh other, my God. other proper things. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, doesn't he play the agent? No, what does he play? No, yeah, he's the Spice Girls agent. He's the spicy agent. He's the spicy agent. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. Is he a villain in it? I don't know. Does he like fuck them over? No, I don't. I don't know if there is a bad guy in the Spice World movie. This is we're gonna have to right. We're oh, gonna I don't have to think do a plot either. We're gonna have to do a whole episode about the Spice Girls movie. Okay, but we'll do it. Spice I World. forgot that Richard E. Grant is in that. Richard E. Grant, yeah. He's in I Game mean, of Thrones. Let's class him up a little bit. Yeah, I mean Charles Dance, who plays Tywin Lannister in Game of Thrones, is in uh, Ali G in the House, and he he does a little dance in some lovely sexy lingerie. Yes, he does. Yeah. I forgot about that. So you know what? I love I love when thespians are in like sillier stuff. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. But yeah, Richard E. Grant sounds like a pretty awesome, a Richard E. Great choice for the movie. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Richard E. Great. <laughs> Richard E. Great. Richard E. Fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, no, but we... Um, He'll be good. He'll be good. He makes perfect sense. And he makes, yeah, He's so excited sense. about it. He did, he did a tweet about it saying... Did he really? Yeah, he was like, I can't believe I'm in a Star Wars film. That's crazy. That. Yeah. I hope he isn't playing a villain. I feel like it's too, maybe too easy for him to play a villain. But, he, but we also know that he's absolutely going to play a villain. I would love to be surprised. And that's the thing. The beauty of this new film is that I have no idea what to expect. I actually, I can't picture it. Yeah. Because with The Last Jedi... It was like, okay, well, Ray's going to train with Luke. We've got a rough idea. We know everyone's going to get scattered about this new one. No idea. The main villain's gone. Like, 
Well, he wasn't the main villain. But I guess he was. That was the point, wasn't it? Ooh! Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, neckbeards. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Necky boys. Um, Mark Hamill. Is back. Is back, and they're being very upfront about that. So peculiar to do that. Because uh, you've already listened to the podcast. I, I mean, sorry guys for spoilers, but Luke Skywalker, uh, he fucking dies. He died. He popped his clogs. He popped his clogs. Daddy's hat fell off. He faded away like a paracetamol. Yeah. And he went. <laughs> that was it. But he yes, but away. he's back, I guess. Yeah. It's very interesting for them not to just leave that as a surprise. But then again, if he comes back as a force ghost, are we, we're not at, it's not like we didn't see that coming. Yeah. I mean, they, look. They would have kept it a secret if it weren't for the backlash. I'd hate to be cynical. What backlash? I, <laughs> I hate to be cynical. What do you mean? It's been two two fantastic movies in a row. Yeah, Everyone, Everyone's loved it. Everyone's Everyone, rejoiced. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's been enjoying these, like, uh, these... We yeah. won the World Cup and everybody loved The Last Jedi. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like, I, I think... I hate to be cynical, but I think there's probably some course correction going on. I, think. I am I'm kind of terrified. I think getting JJ back is a very, like, is a safe sort of bet. He's a good pair of hands and everyone... Even though, I don't know, The Force Awakens came out, everyone loved it, and then six months later, a bunch of edgelords made some videos about it, and a handful of people were like, no, it's actually shit. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't quite the same scale as The Last Jedi, to the point where I think them making a point of saying, Mark Hamill's back, he's in it, he's not yeah. actually dead. And Lando's um, back? Lando's back. I don't, I'm, all right, here's going to be my, maybe my first controversial opinion about Star Wars. Go on. I forget Lando is in it. Bro, same. Every time they mention Lando, I'm like, oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, the guy who wears Han Solo's clothes. And I just can't deal with them periodically killing all the old cast every it's, movie. It's one of the weirder things. I mean, this is I guess this is sort of the future because a few years ago, Luke Skywalker was alive and well. He was. A he year was, ago. It was, it was a bloody mystery what he was doing. Yeah. I never thought about it because it was finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I've seen, I've seen Han Solo be murdered by his son on a bridge. Yes, yes, you have. I've seen Luke um, uh, die as a symbol. Yep. But ultimately, he didn't die happy. No. No, he didn't. He died exhausted, sweaty. <laughs> he died accepting his biggest regrets yep. ever. Sweaty on a rock. Sweaty on a rock. Yep. Um, Alone. With some fish nuns. Absolutely. So, oh, uh, and... And he, some merchandise And he probably birds. never held anyone's hand. I don't... Ooh. I don't I don't think the only, the only people he's kissed are his sister, I think. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Unless they bring in Mara... Uh, Bob, Mara Jade from the extended universe. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very curious. I'm very interested to see because I can't think of like another time where they the backlash came about at a point where they they probably had most of the film in place, but they had just enough time to maybe tweak things and like win people over again. Because again, Solo didn't do that well at the box office, and if this film isn't the most like audience crowd pleasing thing. I don't know, man. It's weird, isn't it? Maybe Star Wars is, is Force Awakens they said, Oh, it's too similar to what we known we knew before. Yes. Then Last Jedi went out of its way more than maybe most of us expected yeah. to do something a bit different. We went, Alright, not that different. I love how Star Wars has the ability to bring our highest highs mm-hmm. and then our lowest possible lows. It's such an interesting yeah, and it's sort of it's timeless in its the way it's like risen the way it succeeded and also failed in in so strange yeah, isn't it it's so fascinating i mean more than half of them are bad more than half of the star wars movies are it's kind of crazy yeah but i still love them yeah, and i've watched no, all so of them weird. multiple times it's so strange and on that note let's dive headfirst into the future with bill milner 
Bill, I think we should uh, do some housekeeping. Ooh, How okay. do we know each other? Um, we met about a year or two ago. Yeah. Yes, we did. We um, went to. We got a burger. Which we'll probably get to Bertie's eating habits yeah, later on. Yeah, disgusting uh, little troll we eating habits. The thing that, that Dean and Bill can share is is making fun of me and how ridiculous I am and how I eat like an animal. You're absolutely disgusting. Not yeah. even like an animal. I think that's rude to animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I think I, like a lion somewhere went, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> I eat like a dung beetle or something. <laughs> something, a lesser sort of organism. Um, <laughs> okay, you've offended yeah. animals and then... A beetle Dung somewhere beetles, yeah. in particular. Sorry, guys, look, I'm offensive, okay? That's my brand of humour. If you don't want it, you can get out. Very good. Um, but yeah, so I think we'd been following each other on, on the internet, on social media for a while. Yeah, I'd been watching your videos on YouTube when you were, like, doing vlogs from your toilet. I didn't even know that far back. Yeah, I when you had, like, that. really moody sort of purple lighting, or maybe yes. that's how you graded it. I watched lighting. those 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 days. Oh, my gosh, and you've stayed with me. Some reason. So, for some reason. Yeah, oh my I gosh. have. Well, thank you, Bill. And obviously, I'm, I was familiar with your work. The funny thing is, though, the most recent thing I'd seen of you when I met you was iBoy. iBoy is a film Bill did uh, about a year ago. And in that film, you have like an East London accent. And when I met you, I didn't know if that was your accent or not. Like, I didn't know if, uh, if you were going to talk in this kind of RP that you kind of talk. I don't even know what my accent is. I think it changes all the time. It's just Bill. You've shoved a mic in front of me, so now I'm yeah. really polite. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, my name's Bill. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, cool. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for being my friend. I'm not good at making new friends, and you're one of the, the friends I've, most recent friends I've made. I'm really good at making new friends, so okay. I'm probably going to put our relationship on me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take... Should Take we give that. a round of applause for Bill? Thank Absolutely. you. Yeah. Thanks so much. So Making good to make friends. So generous. Yeah, so, such um, a good person. With my time. Generous yeah. with my time. Like yeah. right now, um, doing this uh, podcast. Yeah, I, I don't want to be here. It's just because we're friends. Mm-hmm. I just touched you. And no, no, it's okay. And I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. That was nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Okay. So, I mean, we'll start with the, the biggest break for you was Son of Rambo yes. in 2007, which is, uh, we were talking about this yesterday. Um, it's. I think it's. It's genuinely one of the best like family films. I think it's so good. Thank you. It's I good for it's, the soul. It's so good for the soul. It's so wholesome, but also there's like more adult stuff that's kind of beneath the surface that I think I picked up on when I watched it more recently. Um, and that was 2007. How old are you now? I'm sorry to keep. Like, yes. All right. Putting in perspective. I was um, <laughs> 11, 12. I think we filmed it the summer of 2006. Um, it's now the summer of 2018. Mm-hmm. So. 12 years ago I'm now 23 that maths all adds up yeah yeah, well yeah that yeah. works yeah. You. Um, that's crazy though like that you were in a film when you were 11 I just got like cold sores and stuff like that yeah <laughs> I just played <laughs> like, with bionicles yeah I just played with bionicles and got chaps on my lips <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's weird to look back on and for those who haven't seen Son of Rambo can you recap okay it's been a while since yeah. I last saw You're in Son it. of Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> I was in it, so I do know that much. But I was 11, and I feel like memories from when we were 11 are probably a bit ropey. Mm-hmm. But I'll give this my best shot. Yeah. It is about a boy in the 80s who is growing up Plymouth Brethren, which is um, a sect of Christianity. Uh, and one of their beliefs is that they uh, don't sort of intake modern media I, I, I'm not sure people on Twitter can correct me on this anyway he, so my character Will doesn't watch uh, TV and at school one day he uh, kind of 
gets involved with the wrong crowd, or rather the wrong boy, uh, Lee Carter, who um, in his spare time makes bootleg movies. Um, <laughs> and they strike up this unlikely friendship, and they together try and make this film for a competition back in the 80s called... Screen screen test. Screen test. Why do I know that? <laughs> Were you in the film? Yeah, yes, I was as well. <laughs> um, and uh, hilarity ensues. Who played your mum in the film? Uh, an actress called Jessica Stevenson, I think was her name at the time. And yeah. she's got married oh. and it's now Jessica Hines. She's now Jessica she Hines. She's very, very lovely. She's, she's crazy. She's like one of the greatest people I've ever met, I think. like There's, there's literally nobody else who's quite like Jess Hines, honestly. Uh, for people who don't know, she was in Spaced. She's in Son of Rambo, as you've just learned. Um, but most yeah. importantly... But most importantly, I got drunk with her in a Weatherspoons in <laughs> Watford, which <laughs> was really, really fun. Yeah. We were filming season two of Jack and Dean of All Trades, which you can't watch anywhere anymore. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> that fart was funny. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. That was Bertie's fart from his actual bottom. That was yeah. yeah. Yes, got he got up, up yeah. stood on his chair. Yeah. <laughs> That's your mic from now on. <laughs> yeah. Someone get a marker. <laughs> Get some tape, um, but yeah, no. I sat in this Weber spoons with her, and uh, we just got we just talked about life. Um, she asked me a lot, lot of questions. It was very much she was interviewing me, and I was just sort of giving my life story. But it was just it was very very nice. She shared stuff about spaced, and oh, I was like, love that show. Yeah, it's so good. What's that? Uh, there's a Jessica Hines story you've got um, where weren't you like it was like in a, it was almost like a sitcom. weren't you getting changed behind a curtain, and she was on the other side of the curtain. And she doesn't didn't know, she didn't know you were there. I wasn't she having a chat with someone, and she was like, "That Dean's a bit weird, isn't he?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do that. Dean's a bit weird, but in a positive no, way. She meant it nice. She of was course. like, "It's very interesting, isn't creepy he?" Dean. Yeah. Tra- <laughs> creepy Dean. Yeah. Creepy Dean. Creepy Dean. While you're putting um, your trousers on. Yeah, I was like, like, I felt more exposed, and I, I'd never heard anyone like talk about me, because you think, you think to yourself sometimes, do people talk about me? Like, mm. you know, do people do that? Yeah. So oh, do. to hear, yeah, <laughs> um, I, like to hear, like an actor who, from something I you know a show I really loved talking about me but in a positive way but to be the first initial seconds of that when she went that Dean's a bit interesting isn't he <laughs> I went Did you oh no like, here we go oh my god like I was sat there I'm, I've got my boxers on I'm feeling quite exposed yeah. it was, and it was in a church oh, wasn't it it was in a church it was in a church you were in your boxers in, in a, a church, church. and yeah. Jessica Hines was talking about on you on purpose <laughs> and then didn't you emerge and she like clocked that you clearly heard yeah <laughs> hello like, yeah. <laughs> hello <laughs> Dean <laughs> just getting changed Jess yeah. <laughs> we've been talking about <laughs> no she's like no she she no, yeah she great. liked me I feel yeah. you have uh, more exciting Jess Kind stories than I do because I was 11 how was life after you did that how do you what happens when you do a brilliant movie do other brilliant movies happen immediately afterwards what happens do you just sort of I remember getting cast in Son of Rambo and for some reason, I was like a really level-headed and hmm. either pessimistic or realistic kid. I was thinking, it's going to go straight to DVD. <laughs> no one's ever going to see this. Um, but it was a brilliant summer, the best summer of my life. I made the best memories. I'm going to go back to school, get my GCSEs, because that's the only important thing in your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, of course, time. yeah. Um, and m- move on. And that was just a really nice summer holiday, a nice hobby that we had. And then... Uh, it went to Sundance that winter, summer, whenever wow. it is. Went to Sundance during Sundance um, and kind of blew up. What do you do with yourself when a movie blows up and sort of runs away? 
without you in a way. Yeah, I I really didn't know what to expect. I had an agent and, you know, I was doing some auditions, but really if I never worked again, I don't think I was going to lose any sleep over it because I genuinely thought that was that was my one sort of wow little moment doing film. Um, and then I think a year later, maybe the next summer, I did a film called um, Is Anybody There? And it kind of kept happening like that, that every summer or every... You know, I do an eight-week stint here, a five-week stint here. I just pick up a you know a few days on a set, or you know, a couple weeks on a set. At what age did you start sort of taking acting more seriously, uh, seriously, and start seeing it as more of a, a potential career? Um, I think I was fortunate enough that from the ages of eleven to sixteen, I was aware that it was a hobby and something fun that I could do, and I was fortunate enough that I was able to go on sets. And then when I got to 16, there were various different um, things that happened that made me decide that I wanted to really give it a good shot and, you know, pursue it as a career. I I still was going to sixth form college and I carried on going until I was about 17. Then I dropped out. Um, But, um, you know, because it gets a lot harder, I remember getting really down and sad about not getting roles and I think a lot of actors do that they sort of beat themselves up particularly at a young age it's so easy to sort of think this is the be all and end all I'm not going to act again and really no one cares and it doesn't matter and you've got all your life ahead of yeah. you um, but it was that it was that sort of competition and drive that actually made me go no if I take this more seriously I can maybe make a go of it but I was still for some reason as a kid I was still very realistic about knowing that this more more than likely is not forever mm. and you're gonna struggle at some point yeah life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, Bill. I've got I've got a burning question for you. Are you ready to answer it? Yes. Uh, how do you get in the part of young Magneto? Happen? Oh, that's a through an audition and the sort yeah. of normal way of getting roles. But um, the interesting part of that audition process was that uh, Eric Lenscher, who then becomes Magneto, yeah. uh, was I believe Polish uh, and speaks German in the film. Oh. Um, I don't speak German. Uh, but my German teacher does. Ooh. So uh, I remember going into secondary school and just asking her to go through this monologue that they'd provided me. Right. Um, turns out that the monologue they gave us was grammatically horribly incorrect. Oh, really? Wow, interesting. So not only did I come in and read the words that they'd given me, I had actually improved their grammar. Well, um, well, That's well. amazing. Uh, and when the film came out, I... Uh, showed a clip to uh, a German friend of mine. She said I sounded Swiss, which I feel is geographically closer and therefore 
better than sounding English. It's good it's enough. Pretty, uh, pretty yeah. good actor. Pretty. Bill, Bill Milner. In fact, pretty if good any actor. Uh, Germans are listening to this, um, please tell me how I sound because I'm actually really curious. That's interesting. What? Right. Of course, you spoke German in it. I completely forgot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's bizarre. I don't remember that with and Kevin Bacon also speaking German yeah yeah. <laughs> it's so weird it was um I mean I've, I've got to share this anyway because um X-Men First Class is in my sort of um uh in my memory because I went to a date at, at a cinema and I got stood up and I can't <gasps> remember it's okay it's like it was years ago um <laughs> but um I I can't remember what film we were going to see but obviously when I realised this lady was not coming I was like oh I get to pick the film and I was like X-Men I was like yeah I could do X-Men sod it and all I all I can really remember is your scene from it and you going there you go you almost did oh, it oh sorry yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go, brilliant Love I've it. learnt that that's maybe the only thing I'm good at acting as is screaming it's screaming yeah I've done quite a few roles recently where I'm just roaring ah. really um, yeah like, you sent me that picture. Zero range. I have sent that picture of you screaming yeah, like, you more than it, once. Yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think I've sent it to you before you were even friends with Bill. Probably. <laughs> wow. So, probably. Like, yeah. Yeah. What did you do? You threw a coin at him. What did you do? I can't remember what you did. Um, spoons? Was it spoons? No, 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 no. He was trying to get me to move a coin. That's right. He knew that I had these he powers. He wanted to exploit um, And, and I literally couldn't because um, I hadn't been able to harness my mm. powers yet. Or rather, magnetic. You didn't have Eric. a helmet yet. Yeah. I not be able to. Was that required no, for the role? or helmets. Oh, sorry. The helmet's for protecting against Professor X's uh, oh, that's it. abilities. Jesus sorry, Christ, Bertie, what are you sorry. doing? Sorry. Um, but then when he gets angry and his you know emotions come out, that's when his mm. powers, he was first able to sort of harness. Because he got them. so pissed off by Kevin Bacon. Yeah, it's like, stop well, asking me to move this coin, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, I mean, maybe I'm getting this wrong. Didn't, didn't Kevin Bacon shoot your mum or something yes. like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that That'll was make it. you pretty angry. My mum! <laughs> yeah. What's the German for? My mum! <laughs> oh. Oh gosh, I don't even remember that, Mum. That didn't yeah. sound German, but that's no, fine. no, no. <laughs> it sounded Swiss. <laughs> it sounded Swiss. Very nice, nice. What was it like working with Matthew Vaughn, if you remember? I remember him being really lovely, um, and you know, I think for a sixteen-year-old to come onto a set of that was the first time I'd been on a big sort of Hollywood-style set. Yeah, that's quite nerve-wracking, and I remember feeling sort of welcomed and sort of respected for you know also doing a job I think often when you're a kid you can sometimes feel like you're seen as like just another prop like another thing oh, and sure. then let the adult actors you know do the the impressive bit of acting but I remember coming on set of X-Men and actually feeling like they you know liked the, what I was doing and they enjoyed sort of working with me as opposed to just using me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a, definitely a, a sort of, uh, I remember it being a good experience, but um, it was quite quite brief. Um, well, it was one of the best scenes, so yeah. do, not, do not worry. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Assassin's Creed? I saw it. Cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even see it. <laughs> Sips his tea. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, give us some insight into the honest side of acting. I don't know, what's that like as a kid and and just in general, like trying to stay afloat as an actor must be tricky. Yeah. Um, If anything, starting off as a kid was um, a blessing because I had savings. Mm. I wasn't, I don't think, able to touch that money until I was at least 16, probably 17, 18. Um, And I think if I had 
try to move out and uh, pay rent in London and started acting from 18. I think the jobs that I've done, financially I wouldn't be able to. So I'm I'm very fortunate there. Um, I think sometimes people can get a view of actors earning a lot of money, but in all reality, only 5% of actors at any one time are ever in employment. And <laughs> yeah. most of those that we are thinking of are people like Jennifer Lawrence, who, yes, get paid millions, but also what I think a lot of people don't understand is they're cast in roles because financially they bring money to a project yeah. because they can guarantee it. So you cast someone because they can guarantee 15 million to your budget. Mm-hmm. Um, so I often find when people kind of complain or moan about casting in films that they don't actually realize that sometimes producers' hands are a little bit tied. Maybe there is an actor that is 10 times better than the person that is cast, but they financially don't bring enough money to the project. Um, so... Yeah, I think a lot of people get this idea of all actors get paid a lot. And actually, in all honesty, per week, I probably do get paid a lot more than most of my age group. But that said, I haven't worked since April, and that was three, four months ago. So I kind of do need to get paid two, three times as much just to scrape by, honestly. Um, so that's And that's something that I'm still learning to do now. Um, and a lot of people I know, including myself, find other ways to make money. Um, you know, whether it's just like a normal bar job or, you know, you might help someone out at a shop or... Lemonade stand. Yeah, or, you yeah. know, do a podcast. <laughs> or a, a podcast, po- yeah. Or a podcast, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's those sort of things. I'm not I'm doing still... this for money. What are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, yeah, I'm still learning. I'm still learning to sort of balance the books as it were um and the scary part about i think any um part of self-employment is you don't really know where your next paycheck is coming from Mm. or how big it's going to be i feel like you need a little bit of blind faith in that that you just have to think it's gonna happen yeah it's coming you know like at what point do i do i go it's it's not happening like it hasn't worked since april it's now august do i get to next month and go it's not for me Throw in the towel. Do I get to April next year and go, it's been a whole year and I haven't earned any money. <laughs> I am now having to sell my organs to, to live. You know, yeah. have you still... sold an organ? What have you sold? I haven't sold any organs yet, but I think... I'm looking. If, uh, I'm <laughs> Which looking. one? If you're selling, I'm, only if you're selling, I'm buying. Liver, spleen, oh, kidney. I, I've not got enough spleens. He's got the works. So could I, could I get a spleen? I can give you a spleen. But Sick. Great. Well, there you go. That's all right then. So, yeah. That's month's rent. There you yeah. go. That's my month's rent. <laughs> and yeah, I'm 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 getting by. Yeah. Well, it's tough. It's you're young. It ma- that's the other thing you have to appreciate that yeah you you are young and actually a lot of 22 year olds right Not as now. Same as me, but yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I also think well when, when you're my age, <laughs> um, <laughs> but a lot of 23 year olds are coming out of university right now with a heap ton of debt. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, Tories. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think what you were saying about um, that the time in between roles and stuff, or you going, how long do I wait until I go? Maybe I need to, yeah. I don't know, do something else or or, or try something. Um, there's like there's a weird level of optimism there, isn't there? Because you're like, how long do I want to stew in potential misery, in hopes that something cool is going to happen you need it Which, it's like hope but it's is it hope you yeah. don't want to be blindly like, optimistic yeah but also to be so like 
relentlessly cynical and almost when the good stuff comes not even thinking about it and not even celebrating it is so you want to sort of balance but it's hard but Bertie you'll know how off-brand being relentlessly optimistic <laughs> is for me oh I know I, like, I know I don't I don't do that no you don't and I've been very close in the last few weeks to just going oh, I can't do this anymore but then the other reality is I left school when I was 17 with one A level <gasps> Well, I don't really have bro, any other direction to same. head in. Mate, I don't have a GCSE in math. So, wow. um, yeah. Producer <laughs> Paddy does it either. <laughs> nice. Give me so, a... let's all hold hands and hope <laughs> for the fucking best. Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why. So, I've been thinking, you know, what else can I do? And I think that's a real, it's a good, yeah, honest conversation to have to have no, with yourself. Definitely. And I realized that it still is all film related, which is an industry that is notoriously very unreliable yeah so yeah. yeah maybe I'll never act again but maybe I'll get a job in the art department if you know I can get around but then I'm still struggling I mean, trying to find the right role as an art department did I yeah, tell you like, when did I tell you when me and Bill I kept going on about it we did a short film together um, you do keep going on about it I keep going it. on about it it's gonna come out um, Thwomping Grounds Thwomping <laughs> <thwomping> ground, <laughs> Grounds um, but yeah did I tell you that like not for any like like success reason or whatever I was doing you know for my age I'm doing fairly well making short films or whatever um, but before Stopping Grounds I felt like I hadn't really proved myself in a while and before making it I very seriously thought if this doesn't resemble the film I wanted to make I might give it up and try something else I genuinely I was like you know what this has got to be try. not a last ditch effort but like I need to look at this and feel like there's some growth there or else I don't know. I can understand that. was the most, that. like, I've ever had that kind of thought process. I can understand that. I'm but very optimistic. Bertie, you are, how old, 20, 21? 21. You can still go to film school with the amount of, That's like, true. work you have under your belt. Yeah. You'll walk into any film school and learn scores of stuff that yeah. you wouldn't no have. exactly anyway. So and that's it. You do have to sometimes, absolutely. you know, you, you need to be nice to yourself and kind of go. But also give yourself a reality check. It, it's all right to fail because yeah. there are still so many options. It's true. I want them to do like a, a RuPaul's Drag Race style reality show, but for filmmakers, and then I'll compete. Oh man. I think I'd do quite well. <laughs> You've all got to make a film about a thing. Yeah, every week. Or I could host it. <gasps> I could be the RuPaul of uh, uh, D-list YouTube filmmakers. I could I could <laughs> see it now, though. I could see the host going, okay, so um, social issues are big right now. <gasps> so you need to make a 15-minute movie covering a social issue. Yeah. And then, like, these contestants who are, like, sort of, like, half filmmakers yeah, just yeah, go, yeah. I don't know. Um, Realistically, if this was a YouTube competition, who would be hired to uh, present it? Come oh, on. I, I don't mean, know. Let me think. Who's, like, uh, and imagine there's still a runway. There's still, like, a fashion part still, of the show. For no and they're reason. just holding a That's, big, uh, <laughs> your, a monitor over your head and you're doing a kind you're of, like, ring girl style walk yeah. whilst and showing your film. We've got, like we've got Christopher Nolan here to judge. Instead yeah. <laughs> of doing it to, like, the walkway he's thing. Like, yeah, he's like, I thought it was shit. Thought it was bad. Yeah. That's it. Thought, That's it, was, it. thought it was cringe. <laughs> no, and when they eliminate people, they go, cut. Oh, <laughs> very good. Oh, that's well good. Nice. That. Let's do it, guys. Let's do it. Speaking of uh, Chrissy Nolan, did you uh, did you meet him when filming Dunkirk? Chrissy boy. Chrissy boy. That was a a really great experience, actually. Yeah. Um, I had auditioned like many uh, boys in our sort of age group uh, for a role on right. Dunkirk. We didn't really know what it was. Um, 
and everyone from Harry Styles to <laughs> Bill Milner uh, <laughs> went to these auditions. Um, and I didn't get the big role or any of the big ones. Uh, but oh, I got a call a few... <laughs> it's going to get emotional. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I did, you know, I didn't get didn't get one of the roles. But a few weeks later, my agent uh, called up and said, um, you know, the team from Dunkirk have asked if you would come in and do this role. It doesn't really have any lines, but um, the reason they're casting you know, actors with a profile or any actor from the UK is that um, all the extras were French because it was filmed in Dunkirk. And if they did suddenly want a featured extra to have a line, that person couldn't have a French accent. Right. Um, So, you know, I was essentially asked, do you want to do two days uh, in Dunkirk? Uh, We don't really know what you're going to be doing. Uh, You've got a small sort of scene, but it's pretty like the cuff um, and of course I jumped to the chance Christopher yeah. Nolan's one of uh, the directors who kind of ever got me into film I started watching um, you know obviously the Batman trilogy and or are you supposed to say Dark Knight you know people where the we know it is. The, yeah. to be honest in, in, in our eyes no other Batman movies happened after Pretty the Dark Knight Rises yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I I grew up watching those Batman films and after we'd watched them we kind of thought oh god what's next there's nothing else ever good um, <laughs> so I went back through Christopher Nolan's films and it was Memento that was one of the first films that I watched that made me think oh my goodness you can make a sort of blockbuster style superhero movie and make this very intelligent indie film Yeah. Um, and yeah he kind of opened my eyes to all sorts of filmmaking so of course I jumped at the opportunity to spend two days in France um, yeah. on a set and the first day I got to set I was sat in my trailer and I sat there all day <laughs> didn't didn't move and I kind of thought you know what this is what I expected it's a huge film with thousands of moving parts you know they're not going to be able to just accurately get to every point also yeah, yeah. Um, van Hoyter the DP I, yeah I don't yeah. know how to say I I have no idea. He uh, worked with all natural lighting and I didn't realise that the scene that I was shooting was sort of in this pre uh, sort of golden hour Mm, uh, style lighting. So it was obviously very specific when they actually wanted me on set. Um, So I started the first day in sort of base camp with with a bunch of other actors who I admire and they were really nice and we had a nice time. And then day two, it was just all of a sudden, Bill, all right, come with us down to set. Um, oh. And it was all in a rush, you know, go, we want you there. This is what's happening. We're dressing the set like that. Because, uh, yeah, they were just shooting back and forth. Hoyte would just get the camera on his shoulder and they'd sh- shoot it. Then next. And they were moving so fast. And the one person that never at one point seemed to sort of run, feel flustered, was Christopher Nolan. <laughs> he was moving pieces of set himself. You know, oh, if wow. he, he knew that, oh, guys, we don't want this. This shouldn't be dressed like that. He would just be chucking stuff out the way. It was kind of he was very hands-on. incredible. Yeah, and I, I always wondered cool. how hands-on he would be. Very, yeah. very hands-on. He's yeah. basically, I think it's also the way he directs. He has a monitor around his neck and no one else has one. So <laughs> he knows everything that is relevant on set. Interesting. To do with the shot. Um, and when he feels he gets it, he moves on. So it moves very fast, but it's at Chris's pace. But I, I really loved it. I think 
if that was my first time on a movie set, I would have cried and broken down. It was yeah quick, but because I kind of knew and I thought, okay, he's panicking about this. Well, he's not panicking, but he's worried that this lighting is going to go. Yeah, we've got to get it. That so I kind of did. It was really it's exciting. I just, I got to go. I got to get that scene. I don't want to be the one to mess it up. Can we cut? Bill's done the walk wrong. Bill's having a nosebleed again. He doesn't even have a line and he somehow managed to mess this up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bill's slowing down the production on the Nolan movie. Yeah. <laughs> the new Nolan movie. Bill. Whoops. And Chris Van is like, fucking Bill. <laughs> I know, Chris. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, the funny thing is that the, uh, people often ask me, if I go to like an interview or something, people will ask about Dunkirk, what it was like to be on Dunkirk. And I think a lot of people who maybe didn't really do their research or didn't really know a great deal don't realise that I don't have a line I am in yeah. two shots maybe on screen for about ten seconds Yeah. Um, so I always find it a bit funny kind of going like yeah it's it interesting being I just, there I, love I must either look really casual or like I don't care at all just like yeah whatever but it's because I feel like a bit of a fraud um, talking about my <laughs> no I, I like doing it here because you know, I can talk about it honestly, but in an interview, yeah. you can just seem like a bit of a wanker, being like, "Oh, when I was on set of uh, the Chris Nolan film for two whole days." Uh, <laughs> I yeah. love how you and me were at the premiere, and we saw Bill on screen. I had no idea you were in it, and I yeah. texted you, and you were like, "Oh, it's the premiere today." <laughs> Bertie texted me from the premiere of the film I was in, <laughs> informing me that I'd made the edit because I didn't even know if I had made the cut. It's amazing. <laughs> You're in a movie called Apostle. What What is it? This is the first time I've sort of spoken about it on a thing that will get published somewhere publicly. Oh, cool, okay. So, so um, it I'm not a... very good at... I haven't got good at sort of telling people what it's about. Um, okay. It stars Dan Stevens, Lucy Boynton, and Michael Sheen. And, uh, yeah, it's. It, I'm not sure if it can be described as a horror or a thriller... Um, it's sort of somewhere balancing the line, like that line. Essentially, it's about a man who uh, goes to an island to uh, save his sister, who is being held for ransom. Right. Or is she? Oh. Uh, and when he gets to the island, blood is shed. Oh, my God. But that's not a spoiler if you know any of Gareth Evans' yeah. films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like working with, uh, with Gareth Evans? And do you think uh, some of his... Uh, his tricks of the trade from like the raid and stuff like that have translated into Apostle in any sort of way? or Definitely the way he uh, works the camera in a scene and knows all the shots that he needs. You can see that he's picking that up and taking that from previous jobs. But um, just because of the nature of the story, the action in particular is is quite different. Um, and I'm, I'm very interested to, you know, see what audiences think. I think a lot of people are going to come to watch Apostle because they were fans of The Raid. Yeah. Um, well, this sounds very, very different. It yeah. does sound very like, different. I'm so um, intrigued. So I hope that, you know, they get things that they want to see from a Gareth Evans film, but also they get to see things that they wouldn't have expected and they still really love and enjoy. Um, I, I I do love working with He's just the most friendly man because yeah. the Welsh are the best <laughs> <laughs> can you give us any inkling of what your role is so the character I play is called Jeremy and as much as I can tell you is that he uh, is an inhabitant on the island and Ooh. Ooh. did you shoot any spooks because like I'm always like I'm always curious with these sort of movies like how do you shoot a horror scene 
Mm. Because, yeah. Or at least, or at least something. What's with, the atmosphere on set? So, yeah. What is the yeah. atmosphere? Does the director go, "All right, shut the fuck up, big spook happening"? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Gareth, our director, Gareth Evans, um, and like I've said before, has shot a lot of sort of gory films. But funny enough, when he's watching it and he's made something that's so realistic, he even gets a bit freaked out. He's like. Oh, Bill, watch this thing that we shot. Look at the bone crunching. <laughs> oh, like that. Oh, like, right. Gareth, you shot this. You were on set, like, being all fine about it and being like, yeah. And then when he edits it together, he's like... <gasps> he's, like, weirdly squeamish. Nasty. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's cool. So that was... Yeah, that was... I guess if he was numb to it, he wouldn't be able to create those kinds of scenes organically. Like, he sort of no. has to be grossed out by it. You have it. to understand what makes them horrible Definitely. to, like, shoot them. Yeah. yeah. You can always tell, like... Yeah, that's so interesting. Like, I always think this is a weird thing to call out, but, like, Tarantino movies, mm. I'm always like, you don't, like understand that violence is horrible yeah <laughs> because like that. it's so like larger than life no like, yeah that's um, so interesting yeah he he sort of loves it and celebrates it and yeah yeah as yeah, a, a spectacle real, it's like a real exhibit with films that don't um kind of show the negative side of injury like if someone's dead or hurt it's like okay done yeah like, moving yeah. on yeah yeah whereas actually like i always have an issue even in kids films where they don't show any blood or gore, but they still show punching. Because yeah. that doesn't show that anything has a repercussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, punch there, punch there, we're all safe. It makes it. everybody feel like a bit, uh, well, not real. Everyone yeah, feels definitely. like toys. Definitely. And when is it out, Bill? Apostle is out on Netflix on October 12th. Ooh, Spooky just in Halloween. time for, for Spook Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be excited to watch it, even if you weren't in it. Because he's so... Me too. I've loved all the directors that I've worked with. But I think Gareth is the first director I've worked with who's oh and Chris Mellon but that was obviously two days on Dunkirk but Gareth Evans is the first director I work with whose DVDs I had on my DVD shelf mm. oh cool that's um, good shit yeah. yeah so that was like yeah that was particularly exciting for me and yeah I would definitely be excited to watch Apostle had I not been fortunate enough to be cast in it so that has been the uh, the future acting and aspirations episode yes. of Fantastic Avengers with Dean and Bertie. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Bill, Thank you for guys joining for us. Me. I've had yeah. a lovely time. There's You've been lots, a delight. You yeah. have lots of laughs, lots of wisdom. It was fantastic. Yeah. Could you could you do the Magneto Sun thing silently for us before you go to play us out? <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, that was absolutely. Yeah. You'll just have to take our word for it that you did do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. And that was that. Thank you to Acast, Shotglass Media, and producer Paddy for production support. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and subscribe. We put out a podcast every Monday. Also, if you're feeling a bit typey, why don't you leave us a, a little review? You know, either praises or tear us to pieces, whatever you feel like you want to do. If you'd like to get in touch about any discussion topics, tweet us at Dean Dobbs or Bertie Gilbert. Just type in the names, you'll find us. we got we got display pictures with our beautiful face on it. But yeah, if you'd like us to talk about a particular movie, a particular movie scene or a video game or a TV show, whatever, like just hit us with it. We look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Stay hydrated. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.